getting that shot really was an amazing feeling. It it it, it hits. <laughs> I'm Dave Rubin. This is the Rubin Report. It's January 18th, 2023. We are live streaming on Rumble, YouTube, and Locals. If you want to play along during the show and watch our post-game wrap-up show, go to rubinreport.locals.com. And the theme today is a real continuation. It is a part two of where we left off yesterday. It is a destruction of what is going on over there at the World Economic Forum and a, I would say, an analysis of the crazy type of people that think that they should own your life. I don't think I should own your life. I think maybe I could talk about some of these issues in a way that helps you understand what the important issues are more and perhaps gives you some of the tools to live your life as you see fit. Uh, but there are globalist people, globalist forces out there like John Kerry and Bill Gates and a whole bunch of other people, obviously this Klaus Schwab guy and many others who think that they have the, as John Kerry put it the other day, extraterrestrial knowledge to sit down with other very rich elite people and eat very, very fancy foods and decide how you, you should live your life. I don't like it. I don't like them. And we're going to destroy them today. That's the plan. Uh, real quick, before we get to it, let's talk about Bullion Max. You guys know that 2022 was the worst year for the stock market since 2008. So what does 2023 hold? And do you really want all your eggs in that basket? I recommend you get diversified in your assets and you can do just that with bullionmax.com slash Dave. At bullionmax.com slash Dave, you can buy physical gold and silver bars and coins and they'll ship them directly to your home fully insured. There you can store them in your safe for a time you might really need it. You have fire extinguishers at your house that are easy to reach to prevent the house from burning down, or at least I hope you do. Uh, you hope you never have to use one, but you should be grateful when you have one when the worst should happen. What if your financial house burns down? If paper money becomes worthless, if the stock market completely collapses, wouldn't it be nice to have something for emergencies? Start building your reserve at bullionmax.com Dave. We put together a silver starter kit just for you. Listen to this. You're going to get a solid one ounce silver American Eagle, a buffalo round, even a one ounce silver kangaroo. This is the best way to get started with diversifying your savings. Go to bullionmax.com Dave today. And now back to me. Okay, so connected to what's going on at the World Economic Forum, and we're going to show you some video of the weirdos at Davos, uh, is the sort of global freakout over climate change. My position on climate change is something like this. The climate has always been changing. It is possible, I suppose, that humans have had some effect on the climate. That is possible. Uh, but my broader feeling about climate change is that if you think that mental midgets like AOC and the rest of these people can put policies in place that somehow are going to stop the climate from changing, I'd like to sell you a bridge, which she probably will have you buying soon enough. It'll be a green bridge and it won't really work. It'll probably be a bridge to nowhere, but that's what they're going to move on yet. Uh, anyway, all of this is connected to climate change and you can feel sort of, you know, whether it's we want to take your gas stoves away, we don't want you to drive this car, uh, you guys shouldn't, uh, you know, we're going to fly in private planes while, you, while we tell everybody that their carbon footprint is too much, all of this stuff. Um, 
This is deeply connected to this little girl, Greta Thunberg. We all know about Greta Thunberg. How dare you, Greta Thunberg? Uh, well, yesterday, uh, she was in Germany at a climate protest and she got arrested. Uh, we have video of her arrest. This is serious stuff. She was arrested by German police. Very serious stuff, people. Greta Thunberg arrested by German police in Germany. Scary. Here we go. You are not alone. You are not Wow, that seems like serious stuff. I mean, these climate protesters, they're out there. They're protesting because they want to save the world. Clearly, we humans are a problem for the world and the climate and all that stuff. So they arrested her. Uh, it was at a coal mine in Garswheeler, Germany. They were protesting whatever's going on over there at the coal mine. But as you can see, they're carrying her away. This seems very, very horrible. Uh, could it be possible though that maybe this was all a hoax? Could it be that someone else was taking video a little bit before that and hot diggity dog? <laughs> <laughs> you also want those for you guys? How does it look with the Abadstraße? What's with that? I mean, it's all BS. I'm doing Joe Biden right now. I'm whispering to you guys because I'm telling you really what's going on. That's what Joe Biden does when he really wants to make a point. It's all staged BS. I mean, literally, the police officers there who were carrying her away and holding her arms by her wrists. They are staging pictures with her smiling before that. That first clip of her being hauled away, of course that gets millions and millions of views. It travels across the internet and people look at it. The young social justice warrior sees that and they go, gosh darn it. They're going after Greta Thunberg again. I love Greta Thunberg. You see the evil state, the Germans, and the powers that be, and capitalism. And in reality, it is all staged nonsense. Okay, so let's, that's, I thought, was the right place to start today, but it's going to continue on its way. We're going to go from Germany to Davos. It's not that far of a ride, actually, but we're, that's where we're going to take it. But before we get to Davos, uh, Bill Gates. And you guys know Bill Gates. As I always say, he did create Windows on Microsoft. It was the operating system of the 80s. They had the paint. I always bring up paint. What else do they have on Windows? What'd they have? Minesweeper. They had Minesweeper. That's one of those little, you know, you got a dot and you got to move a box or something. All right, so he did some stuff. And of course, the Windows operating system, which is basically, you know, subsequently they released many versions of it. It fell apart. You'd have a million viruses. Very odd that he creates something that has viruses on it. Hmm? Huh? Huh? You see what I'm saying? Uh, anyway, Bill Gates, who is now the number one farmland owner in the United States, has thousands and thousands of farmland uh, here in the United States. He has houses all over the world, right on the water. 
including his like $30 million mansion in Seattle, right on the water. You'd think he'd be freaking out because of climate change and the water and all that stuff, but don't worry about Bill Gates. Uh, he was interviewed by Anderson Cooper. Now, Anderson Cooper, I actually think relative to what goes on generally at CNN, Anderson Cooper is sort of just nothing, right? He's not horrific, I guess. He's not good. He, you know, he's part of the whole thing, but he's not like just balls out horrible, okay? Uh, he interviewed Bill Gates and he actually asked him about Bill Gates' carbon footprint because as you know, Bill Gates is flying all over the place, his private planes, all of the stuff that he's always talking about but doesn't seem to really live in a, in a congruent way in his own life uh, with those things. Take a look. Are you the right messenger on this? Because you fly private planes a lot and you're creating a lot of greenhouse gases yourself. Yeah, I probably have one of the highest greenhouse gas footprints of anyone on the planet. You know, my, my kind of personal flying uh, alone is gigantic. Now, I'm spending quite a bit uh, to buy aviation fuel uh, that was made with plants. You know, I switched to an electric car. I've used solar panels. I'm paying a company that actually, at a very high price, can pull a bit of carbon out of the air and stick it underground. And so I'm offsetting my personal emissions. Don't worry, guys. He's taking carbon out of the air and putting it underground. How do you think that's going to work out? Like, probably not that well, right? They're putting all the carbon underground. And then in five years from now, we're going to find out, boy, you put a lot of carbon underground, it blows a whole bunch of shit up. He's just a complete hypo... hypo hip, he's a hypocrite. I was going to try to come up with something a little more clever there. He's a hypocrite and and an authoritarian control freak. First off, I don't believe that he's offsetting. Somehow he has figured out through plant stuff that he puts in his planes that he has somehow offset his carbon footprint. You have to understand that this guy, with the amount of houses that he owns, the amount of land that he owns, the planes that he is on, I don't begrudge him any of those things either, by the way. As I always say, like, I am a capitalist. He created something. It has value. I don't like the fact that he then takes all of his money to decide how the rest of us should live. But the idea that he has somehow offset his carbon footprint, which he admits is gigantic, but good for him. He's got an electric car and solar panels. Uh, the problem is that he's trying to push all of those things on everyone else and not everyone can afford those things. That is the problem. But let's contrast him with another billionaire because they're not all evil control freaks. Let's contrast him with Elon Musk, who knows a little bit about electric cars himself. Uh, Elon Musk in February of 2021 was on Joe Rogan's podcast and Rogan asked him, what is the deal? What's the deal with Bill Gates? Explain to me what Bill Gates was talking about when he was saying that you can't do trucks. Well, well, what was? Yeah, he didn't know what he was talking about. Why did he say that then? Like, why would someone? I don't know. Probably somebody told him that, and you know, he's he just, just not, repeated it. He's just not that close to the physics of it, and so because I, I don't remember... think he's ill-intentioned here. He just right. doesn't know what he's talking about. But why say it then? Are you thinking about a guy who's so involved in technology? You would think you would only talk about things you understand. I don't know. It's weird. I also heard that at one point he had a big short position against Tesla, which was kind of I don't know if that's true or not, but it seems weird. Uh, people I know who know, know the situation well, they, they, they said, are you sure? They said, yeah, he had a big short, short position against Tesla, which obviously didn't work out too well. <laughs> the short version of that whole conversation is Bill Gates is involved in a whole bunch of things that he is not an expert in. There is no reason that you nor I nor anyone you know should be listening to Bill Gates when it comes to climate or COVID or anything else. He's a tech guy. He's a tech guy. And again, without the glibness, he did create 
Windows. Okay, that's great. He did do that. He created Microsoft, huge company, made a lot of money. That's just fine. But somehow he has weaseled his way into every facet of American life. This is a problem. So now let's link that to what's going on over there at the World Economic Forum because they've got everybody freaking out over climate change. One of the things that Bill Gates and Greta Thunberg and John Kerry are always talking about, that if you guys just would give up some of your stuff, that they would have enough power to stop the climate. Uh, I suspect that's not really true. Uh, here is a video uh, from the World Economic Forum yesterday. Here's a bunch of speakers and they are trying to freak you the F out when it comes to climate change and what's happening on planet Earth. Dear friends, scientifically, this is not a climate crisis. We are now facing something deeper. Mass extinction, air pollution, undermining ecosystem functions, really putting humanity's future at risk. This is a planetary crisis. This is a safety crisis, but above all, it is also a justice crisis. Oh, shut up. I have just had it with these people. Everything is going to be fine, guys. I mean, I do realize we have to, like, ruin these people's lives and get them out of our way. But, like, the planet is going to be just fine. Things might change a little bit and, you know, okay, water might rise. Like, some of those things might all be possible. And I actually believe the jury is out on those things. If there was ever a show to cancel me on, it would be this one because these people freak out unless you bow to their climate gods. I just refuse to do it. But humans always find a way. Jeff Goldblum, Jurassic Park, life finds a way, okay? We're gonna be okay. Or we should be looking into other things, things like things that are Elon, Elon Musk is doing, like, uh, I don't know, maybe go to Mars if you think it's so terrible here. But they don't seem to be focused on that. They seem to be focused on what we can do to control people here on planet Earth, okay? So they're freaking out. Mass extinction is coming. Mass extinction's coming. I got a mass extinction for you people. Uh, here's a tweet from Elon Musk about what's going on right now over at the World Economic Forum. He was responding uh, to Scott Adams. You guys know Scott Adams. He's been on the show many times, uh, the creator of Dilbert. Uh, Elon said, would be great if someone could compile a game contest of who said the craziest stuff between 4chan and the World, Economic For, uh, the World Economic Forum, my money is on the ladder. If you guys don't know what 4chan is, I swear to you, I have never once been on 4chan. Have you guys ever been on 4chan? I have never once. But 4chan, from what I understand, is basically like the true like underbelly sewage system of the internet where like all the crazies say the craziest nonsense. And then unfortunately, it seems like a whole bunch of it kind of bubbles up to mainstream, but the idea that, that Elon's even making that comparison, like if you took like the craziest place on the internet where the wackiest ideas from like the nuttiest people are shared, that's sort of comparable to what's going on at the World Economic Forum right now. Like these people are really, really out of control. And as I said on Fox this morning, and I was on Dana Perino's show, America's Newsroom on Fox this morning, it's interesting because when you watch these people, John Kerry, Klaus Schwab, whoever it might be, it's interesting that no one seems to represent themselves or their country. People only seem to represent these ideas. They represent climate change, right? They represent 
all of the policies that they want to impose on you. But why is John Kerry never talking about what's good for the United States while he is there? Why is he not talking about what's good for the individual? I think you know the answer to that question, uh, but let's continue. Here is the UN Secretary General, and he's basically telling politicians, you've got to shut these people up because you're better than them, so go home to your country and be better than them, for God's sakes. But politicians need to understand and sometimes we are faced with these kind of challenges. It is better to take today decisions that will eventually be not popular, but it will be essential to be able to shape the public opinion itself. You better, you politician, you better be able to take our ideas and take them home and shape opinion. You better be able to, otherwise you won't be back next year and you won't have the foie gras and you won't have the pate and you won't have the caviar. So they, this is what they're doing. I mean, this is what the whole plan of this meeting is to do, is to get all of these people together and then send them back to their satellite states and use the ideas that they have implanted in these people so that they will actually actively work against the interests of their own people. Now, we do have some Americans there. Uh, this image is a good one. How about this? We do have some Americans. Uh, I, as I said, do they represent America? It's very curious to me. Uh, this is from Greg Price, who's a journalist. It says, quite the image, the senator from West Virginia speaking at the World Economic Forum in Switzerland while wearing a Ukraine label, uh, lapel pin. Uh, of course, as you guys know, that is Joe Manchin, who is thought of as sort of like the one somewhat sane Democrat, right? Because he's not like a complete wokester, progressive nutbag. But he is sitting in Davos, in Switzerland, at a globalist event, and he is not even wearing the pin of the United States. He is wearing the pin of Ukraine. And you know there is no chance in high hell that he would have worn an American flag there on his lapel. You know that nobody would wear an American flag on their lapel there, and that is a problem. So somehow the climate thing, the globalist thing, the COVID thing, the Ukraine thing, they're all connected. They're all connected. That's not crazy conspiracy stuff. That's like basic truth that we are now trying to put that puzzle together. As I often talk about these things, We've got all the pieces right in front of us. They're telling us the plans. They're wearing the pins. They're doing all the stuff, but we just don't know exactly what that puzzle is fully supposed to look like. So we have to keep putting the pieces together, but normally when you, make a, when you do a puzzle, you know what you're trying to make. We're trying to figure that whole thing out. I think we're, a whole bunch of us are getting a lot closer to it. Now here is the most ironic, ridiculous thing going on at the World Economic Forum. This one, when I saw the picture, of this yesterday, I actually thought it was fake. It is so ridiculous. It is so profoundly buffoonish that I was like, this cannot possibly be real. You are not gonna believe this. Sit back, lock yourself in your chair. Don't have coffee in your mouth while you're watching this because you might do a spit take. Get this one, guys. Brian Stelter. The potato-like Brian Stelter who got fired from CNN for being such a hack joke a guy who pushed every hoax, Jesse Smollett, Russia, very fine people on both sides, Brett Kavanaugh is a serial rapist, we can go through the litany of all of them, the Covington kids, Kyle Rittenhouse, all of the hoaxes, all of the COVID nonsense. He has been on the wrong side of every issue and got fired 
from CNN for it. Okay. That's how bad this guy is and was at his job. So what happens? You get fired from your job at CNN in the media doing a show called Reliable Sources, which as I always said, if they would have just titled it Unreliable Sources, it would have made a hell of a lot more sense and I would have shut up about it. He gets fired from his job at CNN. And then as I've told you before, he then gets a job teaching at Harvard University about the media. Okay, so you fail, you utterly fail. You have no fan base, no one respects you or likes you, but then you fail up. And this is what I talk about when I talk about progressive privilege or Democrat privilege. You can ruin absolutely everything. You can be horrible at your job and you will be pushed up the machine because you will just continue to give the machine what it wants. Gavin Newsom, you destroy San Francisco, so you get pushed up the machine. Now you can destroy California. And I think his ultimate goal will be to destroy the United States. Okay, fine, that's how this thing works. So Stelter, fired at CNN, he gets a job at Harvard, and now, now he is hosting a misinformation panel at the World Economic Forum. Do we have a barf bag? Uh, do we have barf bags in the studio? We don't have barf bags here? Find me some sort of thing that I can possibly barf in. Brian Stelter. The clear and present danger of disinformation uh, is our conversation here this afternoon. It follows a session just now about disrupting distrust, and of course those are connected, so I hope that's where we can start. Uh, I'm Brian Stelter, formerly of CNN, now a fellow at Harvard University. We can try to put some real information out into the world to make up for all the crazy. I'll, I'll tell you a, a brief, funny, maybe not funny story. So I, I leave CNN <laughs> with regards to 2016 and, and Trump showing that lying works. Has, has that only become more true in the, in the last six years? Do you see evidence that it's less true, hopefully, now? But haven't we seen many Democrats in the last six years pressuring Facebook and Twitter and now TikTok uh, to be stronger in content moderation? Uh, hasn't that been a wave that we've seen crash over for years now? Well, I think this is the question of, you know, I mean, ultimately what we're trying to, to achieve there is some measure of public safety. Right. Um, we we're not. Uh, I mean, sure, there are some politicians who are going to go out and just get angry at Facebook if they see things that are mean. The difference is when, you know, I have a constituency that I'm trying to keep healthy and I can't get them to take a covid vaccine because of misinformation that's propagated <clears throat> on the Internet. This is so extraordinary at so many levels. First off, to bring Brian Stelter. Really, you could argue he is like the number one guy. If you if you looked up misinformation in the dictionary, it should have his picture. So they they take the guy who was like the guy on misinformation, and then he's asking these bureaucrats about misinformation, and they're defending the misinformation that he pushed. In other words, he was pushing all of the COVID vax stuff. He was pushing all of the mandate stuff. And they're still making it seem like people who are anti-vax or who were skeptical of the vaccines or who didn't want mandates, that we are all still the bad guys. No, 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 you are the bad guys. Uh, Stelter continued because one of the other things that these people do is they, they are horrible at their job. They spread misinformation. They accuse you of what they're doing. And then when they get called on, out on it, they have to pretend that they are the victim because nothing is higher in the hierarchy of lunacy than victimhood to these pathetic buffoons. So Stelter, here he is. He's a victim. I'll, I'll tell you a, a brief, funny, 
Maybe not funny story. So I leave CNN, and there's a crazy website that posts an article saying I was arrested by military police. And then I have a fact-checking email, and I don't know whether to reply to the fact-checker and bother with this, right? Same website a month later says I've been executed at Guantanamo Bay. So the fact-checker emails me again. And I say, well, do you want to take my pulse? How do I disprove that I wasn't executed? And so to me, that is, that is amusing and ridiculous. Poor guy. He has to respond to emails about whether... God's sakes. You know, I said to the guys during the clip, you know, yesterday I said that uh, Al Gore seems to be filled with jelly. I think they're really stuffing Stelter with jelly. What's, what's going on with these people? The other thing that really is bizarre about Stelter, and it proves when I talk about these people who just give the system that they want, Stelter is also not talented in any way, right? Like, he doesn't look like he should be on television. He sounds, listening to him, is quite grating, right? It's like, what is it about him that the machine loves? The machine loves that he blows the machine endlessly. And the machine, like a lot of people, would like to be blown endlessly. That really is basically where we're at. There's some blow jelly thing here. All right, whatever. Here's uh, Vera Jarova of the European Commission. Uh, and she, I mean, this is really extraordinary. This woman is not an American. She is from the European Commission. Uh, and she's hinting that the U.S. has hate speech laws coming. For hate speech, well, we need the people who understand the language and the case law in the country. Mm. Because what qualifies as hate, hate speech, as illegal hate speech, which you will have soon also in the U.S., I think that... No bitch we won't over my dead body. I'm sorry, guys. I'm, I'm trying to do a highbrow show. I really do. My goal every day, every day, I swear on my life, is to do the most highbrow show possible. And then I watch these clips once before we do the show, and then I watch them live with you. And I don't know what else to say, but no bitch, we will not have hate speech laws here. We have the First Amendment. And Stelter sitting there smiling as, oh yes, and the other guy, oh yes, we will have hate. You're horrible people, we're going to stop you. Let's continue. Uh, CNN, which is where Brian Stelter used to work, uh, is having a tough time of it right now. Uh, not only, of course, you know, they got rid of their old, they fired a whole bunch of people, including Stelter, then they got rid of Jeff Zucker, who was running the network into the ground. They, you know, pro, they uh, danced out uh, Don Lemon to say that they're, they're not liberal, you know, they just, they're just doing it right down the middle, all this nonsense. No one's paying attention, no one's watching anymore. So they don't know what to do. Now they're reversing things, they wanna bring some of the partisan people back, they just don't know what's going on over there. But one of the things that they're really, really struggling with is the fact that the internet exists. That's what so much of this is about. In the old days, if, if media companies lied to us, and maybe they've been lying to us for 70 years, right? Maybe since the advent of television, you go to radio before that, and you go to the printing press before that. Maybe the journalists and the information peddlers were always lying about everything. I, I'm not quite sure that's the case. I think it has gotten much, much worse in the, in the age of the internet and everything else. But the real issue here is that as places like CNN lie about virtually everything, the reason that they are always doing these panels on misinformation and disinformation and why they like the government collusion on speech is because the internet exists. And on the internet, people can clip video and you can watch them lie in real time. You can expose their lies. You can point out when they say Donald Trump said this, but you know they said that he said that. And you can also, and this is the key part, and that's where we're about to do a destruction of one of these people. Uh, one of the other things you can do is you can go back and watch what they did when they lied in real time. So here is a panel of CNN, this is yesterday, finally admitting that COVID deaths and hospitalizations 
were overcounted. Now, the guest that they are going to have on, there's three hosts. The guest is Leanna Wen. Leanna Wu, Leanna Wu. You guys remember Leanna Wu. She was one of the biggest COVID fear mongers for mandates, locking people in their houses and all of that stuff, okay? Yet she's the guest now as they talk about how COVID hospitalizations were overcounted. The woman should be fired and shamed and never seen in public again. Well, just watch what we're gonna do to her here. First, watch the, the part from yesterday. Doctor, these are two separate things here, overcounting deaths and overcounting hospitalizations. As you know, I covered this closely being in the Trump White House when this happened. I talked to a lot of health officials about this who were actually kind of skeptical of this claim that you're making. And I think one big thing has been, what is the evidence that these COVID deaths are actually being overcounted? Well, this is the reason why this kind of transparent reporting is going to be so important. There is a way for us to look at death certificates and also to look at the medical records of individuals prior to their death. And I think this needs to be separated into three categories. One is the um, the COVID as a direct contributor, the primary cause of death. The second is, could it be a secondary contributing cause? So for example, somebody with kidney disease, COVID then pushes them over the edge to have kidney failure. That's COVID as a contributing cause. And then the third is COVID as an incidental finding. So somebody coming in with a gunshot wound or a heart attack and they happen to test positive. I think that we need to separate out and look at the percentages of each. That percentage would have shifted over time as well. In the beginning, probably a lot more people were dying with the primary cause of COVID. That probably has shifted. And I think, again, we need to understand this. Another reason to understand this, too, is a lot of people are wondering when they should get a booster next. When do we need a second booster or another booster? And the only way we can know for sure is to understand who is getting severely ill and when. Connor just made a great point that, you know, back in the day at the height of COVID, CNN used to have their COVID death, death ticker. It's funny they don't have their death ticker on anymore as it's becoming obvious that COVID was largely a hoax and now people are dying of vaccine-related injuries. Now, before I fully destroy Leanna when it is when, not woo, she continued, this woman still, despite everything we know about vaccines right now, the fact that they do not stop COVID, they do not stop you from transmitting COVID or getting COVID. Uh, they actually, there's no evidence that you'll get lesser COVID, even though everyone says it if you're vaccinated. There now is evidence that you will have a vaccine injury or you might have a heart problem or a whole bunch more. This crazy lunatic, and then trust me, we're gonna destroy her. I can't wait for this. And, and then I'm taking myself out to lunch. Uh, this crazy lunatic is still pushing vaccines for pregnant women, or as she calls them, pregnant individuals. The new study, doctor, uh, just emphasizing how at risk pregnant women and their babies are from, from COVID-19. I'm sure you saw it. I mean, they tracked 13,000 pregnant women. Um, and I just wonder if you're concerned for people at risk like that or other vulnerable groups that this give, can give fodder to um, to conspiracy theorists, to those who downplay COVID, to anti-vaxxers. I'm sure you, you, know, you thought about that, right, as you, were, as you were writing this. Are you worried about that? It's interesting that I have had criticism on both sides. There are people who have said, well, why are you saying that we're overcounting COVID deaths now? You should have said this two and a half years ago. There are others who have said, well, we're not overcounting them, and they give various reasons as to why. I think at the end of the day, we just need the truth. And part of that truth is what you mentioned, Poppy, which is that vaccines are highly protective, that vaccines are very effective, they're very safe, and vulnerable groups, including pregnant women, pregnant individuals, should be getting vaccinated. At 
the same time, we should also be honest about who was dying from COVID during the early parts of the pandemic versus who is dying from COVID now. All right, first off, anyone that calls themselves a doctor and then says the, pr the phrase, pregnant individuals should have their license revoked immediately. If you've got a penis, you cannot get pregnant. Clip that, put that out on the internet, Connor. If you have a penis, you cannot get pregnant. So she, she's just a charlatan altogether. But now let's destroy her. Let's really destroy this woman. She has lied about absolutely everything. She also says, we just need the truth. That's what she just said. We just need the truth. Well, Leanne Wen, you're right about that. We do just need the truth. Uh, here's Leanne Wen about a year and a half ago at the height of all the craziness. Are paying a price for the actions of the unvaccinated because what we know is that the vaccinated are very safe around one another. So, the two of you, all of us, if we're vaccinated, we're safe around each other. But if we're vaccinated and we're surrounded by a whole bunch of unvaccinated people, especially in areas with high coronavirus transmission, there's going to be spillover. And that's what we're seeing that we're seeing vaccinated people also get infections. Now, they tend to not be severe infections, which points to the effectiveness of the vaccine. But it's possible that especially with the Delta variant, we could still get ill, we could pass it on to our family members. And so I think it's really important that vaccinated people stop thinking that we're fully protected. We're very well protected. Okay, you must understand that at first she was saying if you were vaccinated, uh, you were not going to get COVID. Then when it started shifting, then she was really trying to scare you. If you're vaccinated and you're with vaccinated people, somehow you're a little more protected. But if unvaccinated people get in there, you're in trouble. Also, then then it's not really a vaccine. Lady, Dr. Leanna Wen. Um, but she continued. This woman, she should be fired from CNN. That, that's not cancel culture, by the way. That's incompetent culture. If you are utterly incompetent and if you were in complete dereliction of your duty, you should be fired. That woman should be, these people should just be put on an island somewhere. Not an island to, to where they should be tortured. Uh, really, put them on, throw them to Bora Bora. They can be on a nice island even, but they just should be removed from human society. Okay, here's Leanna Wen. Uh, continuing, this is with uh, Cuomo, uh, and she's here. She is pushing the hell out of that vaccine so that maybe we can get back to some normalcy. Do you believe that races, the variables are, and what the messaging should be? My main concern is that we're not going to reach herd immunity because of vaccine hesitancy. And I know that's hard for a lot of people to believe who desperately want the vaccine right now. And they're thinking, oh, well, it's just a small percentage of people who are actually anti-vaxxers. And that's true. There is the anti-science, anti-vaxxer contingent. But I think that there are many more people, millions of people who, for whatever reason, have concerns about the vaccine, who just don't know what's in it for them. And we need to make it clear to them that the vaccine is the ticket back Back to pre-pandemic life. And the window to do that is really narrowing. The vaccine is the ticket to pre-pandemic life. Man, is that chilling? These are evil people. So this is someone who went on all of these television shows, went on CNN, she's a paid contributor of CNN, got everything wrong related to the vaccines, pushed for mandates, pushed for people to be fired if they didn't do what she wants, claimed that vaccines worked. And she's still there yesterday on CNN talking about vaccines. Why does no one get fired, right? It's that same thing. Why is it that the machine loves people who are wrong about everything as long as they're wrong in the direction that the machine wants to go? I think you know the answer to that.
I think you know the answer to that. It's funny, we live in this time of cancel culture where decent people get fired for jokes they said 20 years ago and a whole bunch of other irrelevant stuff. But the people who get all of the big stuff wrong, who are supposed to be the experts, they never get fired. That woman is an abject embarrassment. And then you know what happens when people like Dr. Leanna Wen show up on CNN and they freak everybody out without having any information, right? Or not, no, not without having any information, with disinformation, right? Misinformation. And they lie about all this shit. They get a whole bunch of other people who know nothing about nothing, often Hollywood actors and actresses, to say crazy things. Uh, we thought this would be a nice way of, uh, of tying this whole thing together. This is a piece on, uh, I think it's on E! Entertainment Channel or something, or Hollywood Extra, one of these nonsensical things. Uh, here's Jennifer Aniston back in August of 2021, because I get most of my vaccine information from Jennifer Aniston and the whole cast of Friends. I really decided my whole thing. I just went back and I watched Friends and I thought, what would these people do during a time of pandemic? Uh, but here's Jennifer Aniston back in August of 2021, and the woman would not even have you as a friend if you were unvaxxed. Jennifer Aniston is doubling down on cutting non-vaccinated people out of her life amid the COVID-19 pandemic. It's something that is a part of our world now and it does, it's not going away. The 52-year-old actress received criticism earlier this week after her InStyle magazine interview dropped, in which she revealed she's cut several people out of her inner circle who opted to not get the COVID-19 vaccine. What you resist persists. Oprah Daily shared a post to Instagram about Jen's recent interview and the comment section was divided to say the least. In Jen's original statement to InStyle, she spoke out against, quote, anti-vaxxers or people she feels, quote, don't listen to facts. She told the mag, quote, I've just lost a few people in my weekly routine who have refused or did not disclose whether or not they had been vaccinated. And it was unfortunate. I feel it's your moral and professional obligation to inform since we're not all potted up and being tested every single day. At some level, I have a little sympathy for the people like Jennifer Aniston, right? These NPC type people, these people who believe whatever the machine says. And that's why I'm linking it to the Leanna Wen thing. It's like, if you watched CNN for the last couple of years and you didn't pay attention to alternative sources of news, you would start cutting people out of your life for not being vaxxed, right? You would be thinking all of the wrong things because of people like Leanna Wen. But it's so interesting how the media, like they're trying to make her a hero. She's sort of a hero back then for cutting people out of her life because they got vaxxed. But what would be the reverse version of that be? You think they would ever, now that we know that the vaccines don't work, that there's all sorts of vaccine injuries, that COVID is just gonna kind of be here like anything else and people will get sick and you should do whatever seems right for you. I don't know if you have a sniffles, have some tea. You know, would you think they would do a, a story on a Hollywood celebrity who's like, you know what? I've decided not to get vaxxed and I've cut out all the vaxxed people from my life because they're brainless and they're just, you know, little cogs in a machine and I don't like them very much. And actually they do seem more sick than unvaccinated people. You think that that E! Entertainment channel or whatever the hell that was, you think they'd do a story on that? But let's bring this thing home in a positive sort of way because the buck stops here. And I mean here, what I mean by here is with me, it stops with you and it stops right here in the free state of Florida. 
Uh, Casey DeSantis tweeted this out yesterday. Casey DeSantis, of course, is the first lady of Florida, Ron DeSantis's uh, wife. She wrote, across the country, freedom has been stripped from the people in the name of public health, not in Florida. Today, Governor Ron DeSantis announced he will end any remaining unscientific restrictions permanently on behalf of a grateful state. Thank you, Governor. And let me just get into some of the things that you see over there in this prescribed freedom image that they put up. Uh, permanently prohibits COVID-19 mask requirements throughout the state. Permanently prohibit, prohibits COVID-19 va vax and mask requirements in all schools permanently prohibits COVID-19 vaccine passports in Florida, permanently prohibits employers from hiring or firing based on mRNA jabs, protects medical professionals' freedom of speech, protects the right to disagree with the preferred narrative of the me medical community, protects the religious views of medical professionals. So do you see what Florida is doing? Now they're gonna call him a right-wing maniac. They're gonna call him an authoritarian. They're gonna call him anti-science. They're gonna call him all of those things. But do you see what Governor Ron DeSantis did here in the state of Florida? He basically said, we are just not gonna force you to do something with your body, which is supposed to be the position of the left, right? That is supposed to be my body, my choice, right? My penis, my uterus, that thing that they're always talking about, but it's not. So he is actually, even though they will say they are the people of choice, right? But actually he is the person of choice because he didn't say you can't get vaxxed. He didn't say you can't wear a mask. He didn't say you can't put a Ziploc bag over your head and wrap, you know, duct tape the whole thing. Not a terrible idea for some of these people. Uh, he didn't say any of those things. You can do whatever you want to do, but the state will not dictate it. That is freedom. That's what it's all about. Ron DeSantis, ladies and gentlemen. But I'll tell you, uh, being the free state of Florida did not happen by accident because it required us over these last few years to stand against major institutions in our society, the bureaucracy, the medical establishment, legacy media, and even the president of the United States. who together were working to impose a biomedical security state on society. And the fact of the matter is, they had a lot of momentum, they brought a lot of power to these fights, and they would have won, except for the fact Florida said no. <laughs> You know what's so beautiful about that clip? Obviously what he said there, we said no, the buck stops with me. But if you compare that to the World Economic Forum stuff, right? Um, right there, he has the emblem, the state flag of Florida behind him and the emblem of Florida and the word freedom right in front of him. It is very clear what he cares about. It is very clear who he is here to govern, who he, he is here to help keep free. And it's us, it's his constituents, it's the people who voted for him. And he's doing the right thing about that. It is the complete 180 reverse of what these people are doing in Davos, right? They don't care about individual freedom. They don't care about the United States. They certainly don't care about Florida. They care about their ability to attain power and how they can exercise that power over you. And you know what? 
that even goes as far as making sure that you can't breathe fresh air because they don't want you to breathe fresh air. They would love to have you in masks all the time, but it ain't happening here in the free state of Florida. We also believe that being able to live your life, being able to breathe uh, the fresh air uh, is something that should basically be a civil right. Uh, you should not have to have any of these mask requirements imposed on you. Yes, Florida will not do it, of course. Yeah, again, you can wear a mask if you want for the rest of your life, you can. And every now and again, even here in Florida, I see people still, sometimes even outdoors, wearing a mask. And guess what? You can, you can. Whatever you want to wear, you can wear it. You like your little diaper, your little chin diaper? Wear your little chin diaper. Uh, DeSantis went on to talk a bit more about uh, some of the plans that he has in place, these protections around our freedoms uh, from uh, that Casey DeSantis tweet. And even today, Biden and his lawyers at the Department of Justice were in federal court in Miami trying to get reimposed the mask mandate for airline passengers, which a district judge had struck down last year. Even after all of this, they still want to put you back in masks when you fly on a commercial airline. Some of these people just won't quit. They've imposed Vac or uh, mask mandates on school children in some of these enclaves throughout the United States. There's uh, no turning back from our direction. We need to continue to lead, and we need to lead with this. We need to lead with this by making all of these protections permanent in Florida statute, which we are going to do in the upcoming legislative session. You really need to understand how important this is. And I know I talk an awful lot about Florida. I think it's warranted. Um, because he now has super majorities in the Florida legislature, they can make this stuff permanent. And the federal government will not be able to, at least as the Constitution stands as it does stand now, and I know the Constitution is under attack, and I know the globalists would love to have hate speech laws and everything else, which our Constitution and our Bill of Rights protects against, but Florida is proactively, not just, not just waiting for things to happen, we are proactively going out there and saying the next version of this, which is coming, whether it's COVID-9 or whether it's monkeypox or whether it's climate lockdowns, we are not going to force people to do things. We will not bow to the biomedical security state. So that is why when good people step up, you must back them and you must get some skin in the game. But think about how seriously twisted, guys, seriously twisted it is that uh, you may remember it was, it was under a year ago. It was less than a year ago. I believe it was May because I had just started my book tour and I wasn't that thrilled to get on all these planes and travel across the country having to wear a mask on the plane. And about two days before the tour started, a judge, a 35-year-old Trump-appointed judge in, uh, was it uh, in Tampa? Her name is Catherine Kimball Mazel. Everyone should know her name. This woman is a hero. She reversed, just, just like that, she reversed the mandate on planes to force you to wear masks on planes. And then you know what happened? The next day, everybody took their masks off for the most part, right? And guess what? There were no massive COVID outbreaks and everything else. And people started smiling again. It got much overnight. It got much more pleasant to be in an airport because if you were at an airport or on a plane during COVID, it was 
absolutely miserable. You could feel the hostility. I don't have to tell you, you all know it yourselves, right? The, the, the hero of COVID became the guy who was uh, smoking the, uh, the French fry. Remember one guy, he, took it, he literally for three hours on a flight, <laughs> I love this uh, fried potato. I have to have it in my mouth the whole time. Ah. I mean, that is the stupidity that they pushed on us. But one Trump appointed 35 year old woman, she's just one woman. She reversed the freaking thing and the Biden administration now, now is trying to reinstate it and they are fighting for that in court. The Biden administration also extended their COVID emergency powers. The same type of shit that Palpatine did, okay? Watch the prequels. I keep telling you, they're looking better over time. Anyway, guys, I think we laid out a pretty solid case today. Uh, I wanna thank everybody for, for watching and interacting with us and everything else. Our numbers have just been bananas. Almost every day we're breaking every previous number. Like things are really exploding across the board. Uh, I, I hope that uh, you guys find this valuable. I suppose that you do. We will keep doing it. We will not stop. I think we're doing the right thing. It feels good to do the right thing. And, uh, and I hope you're doing the right thing, whatever that means to you. Uh, we got a cold close for you just a moment. And then of course we do have the post game show. Uh, so if you wanna join the post game show, uh, rubenreport.locals.com. Post game show coming up momentarily. Says Republicans are faking outrage on this issue. Why shouldn't Americans be outraged about classified documents being found in a garage? Look, and I think I've been very clear about this. We have answered questions on this at this podium. You've heard, as Phil was saying twice from the president, talk about this. He said that he didn't know. He said that he was surprised, and he said that he takes classified information and documents very, very seriously. We heard directly from the president on this issue. Thanks for tuning in to The Rubin Report. You can watch the show live every weekday at 11 a.m. Eastern and 8 a.m. Pacific on Rumble, Locals, and YouTube. Don't forget to rate, review, share, and subscribe to this podcast. And you can join me for the post-game wrap-up every day after the show at rubinreport.locals.com.